from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, hanging out inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios. You're also watching us here on Facebook Live on Facebook.com backslash Live Now. DT Charney's is the place for you to go. Once again, our studio partner for all menswear, no matter what your style, what your size, what you're looking for, it's all at Charney's Head to Toe. Largest walk-in closet for men in Central New York is at Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo. So make sure you find them at 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York, and let them know the wake-up call sent you over their way. We are at that part of the show, hour number two, and we are here with Jen Carlton this morning. She has been no stranger to the broadcast since coming off to Marywood University, and we have appreciated her tremendously for her drive, her belief, and her fight, her fire. You know, there's there's something to be said about, you know, a coach that comes in and there's immediate success, and then you wonder, okay, you know, where is where is, where is this coach at, you know, and, and where's their mentality and whatnot. And then you see a coach go through adversity. You see a coach go through some tough times. You have players that have had three coaches, three head coaches in three years, and wonder, you know, where their head's at and how they'll evolve and make it through here and how that relationship is. Well, to see that and to go through that and to watch that with Jen and with this team and see that they're playing their best basketball right now in this moment when they need it the most is is a true testament to the coaching staff. It's a true testament to these athletes and everything that they've been through and their refusal to give up and to lay down. So a lot of respect for Jen, a lot of respect for these young women on this team, and obviously a lot of respect for the assistant coaches on the staff of this. And so it is with gratitude and with my utmost pleasure that I welcome Jen back to the show today. Jen, how are we doing? Good. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Jen, I mean, did you ever have a moment this season? I mean, I'm sure it's frustrating. And and I guess we start there. How do you handle frustration? How did you handle frustration? You know, when when things just weren't going your way at the beginning of the season. Uh, we just kept saying, you know, the next day, every day is a new day. Every day is a new day. You know, good or bad. Um, that kind of has been our mentality. We come in here, we work hard every day, and we realize, you know, that that our efforts. You know, every single day, they might not show the result immediately, but we know through all the hard work we've been doing since October 15th that um, if we stay true to what we're doing, if we believe in each other, if we have each other's back, um, if we never stop working hard, that eventually will be a result. And um, we're starting to see them, and it feels really good, and the girls, you know, have bought into it, and, and they, they like the process. They enjoy the process of seeing us get better every single day, and, and that's you know, when you have kids like that, when you have young females like that who want to be coached and want to get better, um, it makes our job nice and easy. It's just good. You know, and where did you start to see that turnaround? Where did you start to, you know, see this team? Like you said, every day is a new day, good, bad, or indifferent. We got to keep fighting. We got to keep pushing. When did you see this team start to turn a corner and evolve, so to speak? Um, I think I think there was a couple couple sections. You know. Um, I think our, the first time that we saw that we I felt like we were really 
starting to click was when we played Wesley the first time. Um, we went down there and it was our, we had our first first conference win down there and we just moved the ball so well. I think we had, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think we had like 32 field goals and 26 assists or something like that. So, you know, I knew the ball was moving. I knew everybody was, you know, was buying into what we're trying to do on offense and, and we, we did some good things potentially as well. So I think getting that win together on the road um, for our first one, there's so many newcomers, like I said, and nine newcomers. The nine newcomers, um, a new head coach, um, two new assistant coaches, we all were able to get our first uh, Atlantic East victory um, down at Wesley, and I think that that, that you know, started something. Um, we had up and down, and then we, you know, we lost to, like you said, Marymount by, by a bunch, and um, we lost to Caprini, we lost to Heartbreaker, you know, to, to Newman, where we didn't play that well, but, you know, there, there's been such high, you know, we've done some really good things, and even if we didn't get the win out of it, we know that we were on the right track, and we just had to keep, keep that positive mentality, even though um, the schedule might have said a, a loss next to, next to the name, um, at the same time, we knew we were getting better, and we knew that we were fighting for something more. Speaking here with Jen Carlton, Marywood women's basketball head coach. It is game day for them. Their game in Arlington, Virginia against Marymount inside of the semifinals of the Atlantic East Tournament is tonight at 7 p.m. here on February 26th. Jen, you played them just a few days ago, just four days ago. You were down in Arlington, Virginia. So wouldn't it have been nice to just kind of stay there? But, you know, I mean, I, I guess what can you say about that last game that you had against Marymount on uh, February 22nd this past Saturday? Your team held them to just 51 points, and, and in, in the previous game they had scored 85 against you, so you hold them down 34 points from what they had before, but your offense only amounts 38 in the game. What did you take away from the 13-point loss on the road to Marymount in Virginia? Uh, we were positive. We stayed very positive. I mean, we followed the game plan. The girls stuck with it. They were up. They were optimistic. They were, you know, they were, you know, focused and engaged. Um, we felt we felt good leaving there. We, of course, we wanted to win without a doubt, and, and that goes without saying. But we knew that we had a quick turnaround for our quarterfinal game on Monday, and if we let a thirteen-point loss on the road affect us that much, we weren't going to get it done on Monday. So when we walked into the locker room on Saturday, we said, "Okay." We busted our butt. We did all the little things that we needed to do to win. We came up a little short, but let's come down here again on Wednesday and see them by getting a victory on Monday. So we knew that if we took care of business on Monday, we would get an opportunity to see them on Monday. And um, the girls wanted that. They wanted to see them again, and uh, I'm excited for that, that opportunity as well. So are the girls. So to have, like you said, you, you came off that loss excited. You came off that loss saying, you know what, you know, there's there's more to be had, there's more to be done. Uh, how difficult is it to come off of a loss with excitement, with with pride, with, you know, we're going to live for another day? Because, you know, some teams hang their heads, some teams are down, some teams, you know, can't seem to get past it. They let a loss beat them twice instead of once. How, how did your team go from a loss and say, it's all right, we're going to be okay? Because they have to, right? We have, we have three seniors on the team and two of them who, you know, get significant time. And um, this is right now playoff time. It's about them. They, they don't want their careers to end. So if you know, we hang our heads in disappointment about a loss um, on the road that, you know, was going to end end our regular season regardless of the outcome, um, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to push on. And we made a commitment. We made a commitment to say, Okay, moving on, past is the past, we'll learn from it. 
but at the same time, we're not going to dwell on anything, and we're just going to get better. And immediately after the game, our focus turned to a bag of lotta. We knew that was going to be our opponent anyway. Um, and, we, and we just handled business. We went into practice on Saturday. We got back, you know, relatively late on, on Saturday night and got into practice on Sunday, watched some film, um, you know, did a lot of stretching to make sure that we were nice and, you know, healthy for, for the game and um, just handled what we had to handle. And then once we won on Monday, you know, we knew that we had an opportunity to just do Mary Mary again, and that's where our, where our focus, focus went and shifted to them now. So it's, it, playoff time is a new day every day, and that was kind of our mentality throughout the season. So, you know, it kind of just picked up from there. And, you know, and, and to have that – you know, that opportunity, like you said, no matter what happens, it was going to end our regular season, and you knew that you were going to have a life after that. That life started in the Atlantic East tournament in your first game that led to your advancement to the semifinal. You were on the road at Immaculata. You're the 5 seed, they're the 4. You go on the road to visit them, and you win the game in double overtime, 79-77. to They we're up after the first quarter, fourteen to ten, and then you had a better second quarter, twenty-two to fifteen against them. So you were able to advance yourselves there. Then they won the third quarter, and you won the fourth quarter just by a point there, fourteen to thirteen. It heads off the team into the teams in overtime. You both score eight in overtime. One, you score eight in overtime. Two, they only get six. You win seventy-nine to seventy-seven. Bring me into this game because this game to me signifies what this team has been this year. Never say die. Always keep fighting. These these women won't give up. You won't give up. No matter how things started, you want to finish strong. And so, you know, I've seen this team start the race where the shoe was untied and maybe they tripped and maybe they stumbled and maybe they were out of breath. But now we're coming toward the end of the race and the shoe is tied and the team is running and they've caught their breath and they've caught their stride and they still have an opportunity at that finish line. I mean, what can you say about it? Because they've never given up. You have never given up. And this was a game to me that signified the entire season. We are not going down because we don't want to. And and I'm just blown away by that. Well, thank you. They really, they worked so hard. They they earned that. And Immaculata played amazing, too. It's it's heartbreaking that someone had to lose that game just because the passion and heart that was played, um, that they must played with on both sides. But um, I'm happy that we came out on top. The girls you know, never stopped. Every time that we got our, we got down, we fought back. Every time, you know, we had a little lead, Immaculata fought back. But, you know, after the second, after the first overtime, the girls' buzzer went, went off. We actually had an opportunity to win um, this two, two contested laps, um going into the second overtime. And I just... The buzzer went off. They came to the, they came down to the bench. And they're sitting there looking in front of me, and I'm like, "This is awesome, isn't it? This is this is so much fun." And all of a sudden, like their their faces lit up, and they started smiling. And I'm like, "We got this! All we need is five more minutes." And like I realized at that point, they were tired and exhausted, and then they, you know, they couldn't see straight at that point, but they knew that they wanted it, and they knew they were having fun doing it. I mean, who doesn't want a double overtime game? Um, I guess a four or five matchup when you split during the regular season. Um, we lost by 17 the first time we played them. We beat them at the buzzer the second time we played them. And now we're in a double overtime game against them to advance to the semifinals of the conference. You can't script it any better. And the girls just, they wanted it. They wanted it. They never stopped. Um, that last, that last overtime period, we held them to one field goal, which turned out to be kind of a desperation three at the, at the buzzer, which 
you know, it was around two seconds left. Um, they hit a desperation three. Uh, but that was their only field goal of the whole, of the whole quarter, of the whole five minutes. Um, and we just, we just locked in. We did a great job. Um, I substituted a player who hadn't played since the middle of the fourth quarter, uh, well, the beginning of the fourth quarter, and I substituted her in for the last 45 seconds, last minute, to get a big stop on one of their best players. And she came in and did that. And, you know, that takes a lot. That takes a lot of, you know, mental toughness to be able to do that. And, and that's just, to me, that signifies what we were about all year. And just being able to mentally, you know, get over the hump of whatever was thrown at us. Um, obstacles got our way, adversity, obviously, but, you know, we took detours and that's okay. And, and sometimes it doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get there together. And, and we're getting there together. And you know all about detours with the Jersey Turnpike anyways, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to, to have that, I mean, what has it taught you about yourself as a coach? I mean, I, I make the, I make the connection there of, you know, the Jersey Turnpike and detours and whatnot. You're from Jersey and you've had to take, you know, detours to, to get to that road that you were trying to get to, to get to the playoffs this year. What has it taught you as a coach about your ability to take a detour, get off the road, get back on the turnpike, get off the turnpike, try and find that, you know, that, that street off the beaten path that's going to get you there. Because now here you are, but you've obviously had to ad-lib a little bit in your first season at Marywood. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's like, you know, any coach who, who loves what they do or any coach who's passionate about their, you know, their job and any profession, no matter what it is, things are going to get thrown at you that you're not expecting and things are going to get thrown at you that, you know, might, might throw you for a loop, but at the same time, you, you put your head down, you do what you have to do, you, you motivate your team, regardless of the, of the situation. Um, you know, I, I always, I'm a big believer in, you, you, you coach the same way, whether you're up 40 or down 40. I believe you coach the same way, whether your record is 1 and 17 or you're 17 and 1. Um, that's just how I was, I was raised, how I was brought up, and how I want to, how I want to coach. Um, and then how I want my players to play too. I mean, one of the best compliments we've gotten this season is how hard we play for the final buzzer. Like, no matter if we're up or down, we're playing, we're playing through that final buzzer and no one's ever going to tell us to stop. And, um, that's one of, you know, the best compliments we've gotten, as I said. And we just, we just have to, life is crazy, you know, and the world is crazy. And if we just, if we put our head down and, and just assume that everything's going to always line up, we're never going to get the most out of it. And I want our girls and I want our, our team to get the most out of not just basketball, not just this season, but life in general. So that's what we're trying to instill. Just, you never know what, what turns are going to happen, but if you embrace it and you work hard and you get through it, you're going to get something out of it. It might not be the result that you want, but you're going to learn from it. You're going to get something out of it that's going to help you in the long run. And that's what we keep talking about. That coming here from Jen Carlton, Marywood Pacers women's basketball head coach here with us this morning on a game day as the Pacers will get set to face off against Marymount for the third time this season in only four days you know, here between their, their two games, and not even four days between these two games. So what can you say about that side of it? I mean, Marymount is 2-0 and against you this season. However, the first time around, at in Scranton at home to the second time around that you just had four days ago. Uh, it, totally different games. Obviously, you held the lead at halftime that we had spoken about off the air. It's hard for any team to face a team three times in a season. You almost had them. You had them on the ropes in Arlington, Virginia. You're going back to their gym, and you played better in their gym against them than you played in your home gym against them. So is there, you know, do you feel an advantage? Do you feel some momentum? What's your take on having to face Marymount for the third time this year and second time in four days? 
Well, I, I don't think there's any advantage, but I do think that there's, you know, there's a, a sense of, you know, we know them. We know them because we, we just study them. You know, it's, it's like when you have a, have a quiz on something on Thursday and you know that on Monday you're going to have a big test on the thing that you were just quizzed on. You know, and, and so now that was our quiz because it was regular season and now this is our exam. And, and I feel like, you know, they put, they put all the things that we learned from the quiz um, into into reality and practice yesterday and watching the film. Um, and, and now we know the little adjustments that we have to make again um, to, to make, you know, what we did on, on Saturday even more successful. So, you know, we just have to have to do the little things. We have to put our head down. We have to realize that it, it's not going to be the same exact game as it was on Saturday. And um, they're going to make adjustments. They're very well coached. And we have to make adjustments as well. Um, they're going to make some shots, and you know we just have to withstand the runs, and, and we understand that that's how the game runs, and we just have to you know, do our best to to withstand them and to handle some pressure, and um, to just you know just be good, you know, just be good, and and realize that you know mentally we can we can get through anything. Um, they're they're a big team. They do a lot of inside. They have a lot of inside presence. Their offense. Um, we're not incredibly big, so we just we have to. You have to make adjustments around that, and that's okay. And that's what, you know, that's what playoffs are about. It's a little bit of a trust match. Um, and, you know, we can handle that, which is good. And you have, uh, when you look at, you know, obviously some leadership here, Araya Angst and what she was able to do in this last game in a double overtime to have two makes inside of the paint in the final couple minutes of the OT. Just what she's meant to you. We've spoken about Araya before. Araya sat on the stage with us when we had the tip-off dinner, and we got to have that, you know, first big conversation with, with yourself and the team on Wake Up Call. But what has Araya meant, you know, overall this season? Because she has gone through it. She knows what it's like to have three coaches in three years. She's been through the brunt of it. She has handled it, I think, in, in a very fantastic fashion. And, and she not only is a senior on this team, like you said, the seniors don't want to go home. They don't want to say die. Nobody does. But for them, this is this is the last run. She was a massive part of how this team ended up moving on and how you are able to edge out Immaculata on the road. What can you say about her in double overtime, and, and what can you say about Araya Angst in general? Well, I mean, 40 minutes, to play 40, 40 minutes in a 40-minute game is, is pretty unreal, but to play 50 minutes in a 50-minute team is, is remarkable. And, and that just proves the kind of athlete she is, the kind of um, person she is, the kind of, the kind of character she has to, to never quit, to never give up. And, you know, we walk into, we're in, I'm in my office getting, you know, prepared for the game, and one of our assistant coaches walks up and is like, Araya, this was yesterday, Araya's on the treadmill. I'm like, what? She just played 50 minutes yesterday, and she's on the treadmill. So I, I called her over. I'm like, what are you doing on the treadmill? Like, laughing. And I'm just trying to stay in shape. But, you know, we, we got to keep going. we got to keep being ready. And she, she just has that mentality of just, you know, just do it. Just do the work. Just keep working. It's going to get better. You know, we're going we're gonna to get it through it. We're going to do the right things. And, and she knows that we're on the right page right now. She knows that we're on the same page. It's, with a lot of things with our game plans on how we're approaching the games, on our mentality with it, on, you know, making sure that we're getting enough shots at practice, but also not doing too much because of our legs. You know, all of those things. And um, she just plays a huge, a huge factor in what we want to do with our game plan. She's just so athletic and she can get to the paint. She can rebound the ball. She had 20 points and 18 rebounds the other day. And, and like I said, never came off the court one time. And um, she's, she's just a... She's a different kind of kid, and, and I'm, I'm very fortunate to have her on our team. I'm fortunate enough um, that she wants to listen and she wants to learn. And especially the last three, three weeks, she's really 
been focusing not just on what she can do athletically for our team, but what she can do mentally for our team. And I think that that's, you know, the focus that she's put on that the last couple of weeks has been the difference in, in our success. And we talk about how much free throws matter as well and, and how they're not really spoken about as much. And, and you know, but in this game, like you said, the desperation three that they took at the end of the game, if Jade Rowland doesn't hit those two free throws, you're going in, you're going into triple overtime at that point. So just what you could say about closing out the game and how important free throws are. I mean, you had, you were 20 of 28. They missed 11 on their end, and Jade Rowland hit the two at the end of the game that helped to give you enough cushion and enough space from Immaculata to get out of that one alive. So just what you could say about Jade Rowland as well and, and, and how important free throws are because I think some coaches just kind of you know they they don't they don't really push him up there to the to the top of the heap, but in a game like this, in a contest like this, especially in a win or go home, and in a desperation type of situation where they're throwing up that three, if you don't take care of the charity stripe, we're looking at triple overtime. Definitely, I mean that's just you know basketball. Basketball, I'm sorry, Stashoff has always been a huge part of finishing a basketball game, and you know to take them for granted would be silly. You know so. We, you know, we focus on, we don't do, we don't do high volume, we do more pressure situations in practice, and I think the girls, um, you know, the girls, you know, take advantage of that. They definitely, they definitely do, but soft shooting has not been our, our high, it's not been on the best things that we do, definitely, but, you know, we're starting to come through a little bit, and, um, you know, that's how, Jaden knocked down those two were huge, they were huge for us, and, um, they just gave us that little bit of cushion that we needed, um, to, to close that game out the right way, and, um, they just, from Jen Carlton, the head coach of the Marywood Pacers women's basketball team, who will be on the road tonight in the semifinals of the Atlantic East Conference Tournament. That's number five, Marywood, at number one, Marymount in Arlington, Virginia. Any final notes, any final uh, words here, Jen, as you get set for the biggest game of, of your first year at Marywood University? Uh, what's going through your head? What, what are the emotions like? What are the thoughts like right now as you get set for a, a big-time opportunity? And if you win this one, you know that you'll have a place in the finals of the Atlantic East. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. The girls are excited. They, you know, they want they, they want to get this, and I want to get it for them, and I want to get it for the seniors. And you know, it's just a, a great opportunity for us to continue to build that that foundation that we've been focusing on all year. And it sets great groundwork, you know, not just for right now, but for our future and for you know what we can do in years to come. And I'm excited for what it's what you know what the last couple of weeks and you know obviously what the whole season has done for for the growth of our program you know positive or negative you know we're learning and we're growing and we're getting better together regardless of what the record was regardless of the outcome um i know that we are we're striving and, and trying trying to get the best out of it 
no matter what. And we're, we're getting better. And that's what really matters. And if we can just keep that course um, and keep that good mentality, keep that good attitude, I think that we will we'll be in a great shape. And I'm excited for them. And I'm so proud of what they've done this season. That coming to you from Jen Carlton once again. For Marywood, Jen, as always, I uh, hope that uh, the team is well, safe travels. Uh, hopefully you guys had enough rest today and are ready and set to go. Hopefully Araya will get off the treadmill long enough to be able to get you to Virginia. And uh, and I hope uh, I hope that we get some very good news. I'll be watching tonight a- as well and uh, and nothing but uh, the utmost support for you and, and all of the women on this team. You really have been not only uh, great for me to see, as, as this being my alma mater, but it's it's been a true testament of when you are, are hit with adversity and you're willing to face it, the amazing things that can come from it. So I think whether people know Marywood or not, they can uh, look to you and look to this team as as a beacon of hope and, and a positive sign that you can make it through anything if you're willing to put in the work and if you surround yourself with good people. So thank you for being a beacon of hope. And, and, and obviously, I can't say enough words, but I'm I'm very excited. I'll be wearing my, my green and gold tonight. I'll be cheering like a crazy person. I'm sure I'll send a video down there, and, and I'll be hoping for the best. Good. Thank you so much for all your support. We really appreciate it. All right, I look forward to talking with you soon. All right, bye-bye.